0: Hey everybody, this is Chris, and this is just a short little addendum to our Gamable Drag Race episode, which I was happy with. It was a lot of fun. I mentioned briefly in the beginning of that episode that I had a little bit of uh, misgivings about engaging Drag Race, which I know some people have a problem with. It's kind of controversial, and I don't want to seem to have overlooked that. On the other hand, it seemed like an inappropriate place to get into depth about those issues You know, while we were talking about putting Captain Kirk in a wig and... Stomping around the city on the runway. So as it happened, this same topic came up while I was recording with Claire Mulcairn uh, for an upcoming episode. That tangent in our discussion is not going to make it to the final episode, uh, which we were recording about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which you can all watch out for next month. But I thought it was germane to gameable Drag Race. And it was maybe a chance to get into a discussion of what the issues might be with Drag Race and sort of finding a uh, some kind of balance on this really difficult issue I expect that I disagree with some of my listeners about this show, and that's fine. Certainly, I'm not an authority on anything about Drag Race or the trans issues where it seems to have really touched a nerve, but for what it's worth, here's a few minutes of Claire and I talking out what might be or might not be wrong with Drag Race, just as a little bonus. And if all you care about is cartoon characters in dresses, having fun, then um, no need to listen to this. Uh, we'll see you next time. Um. I forgot to call upon you for a a Pride Gamable logo yet again, and Drag Race is oh, already yeah? coming out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wh- when is it coming out? Um, it's going to be in real time, like as we are speaking, not as people are listening to this. Um, yes. Next week. Um, I can make something for you in the next couple days. Oh shit! If you want to do it, I'll gladly yeah. take it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do my
1: best to. N- no guarantees, but I, I don't th- I don't have a whole lot going on. Um, I. I'm
0: recording a couple things the next couple days, but I, I should have some spare time, so. Oh, yeah, well, no pressure, but if you send it to me, I'll use it. I'm Honestly, sure. I'm a little bit scared because Drag Race is controversial right now, and I don't want to, like, uh, I don't know. I, it feels weird to, like, put my foot into, but it's just such a good format.
1: Right. Is it is it controversial in terms of, like, its treatment of, like, kind of trans issues and stuff like that, or what? Like, the whole idea of drag as appropriative or as, like, respectful of that kind of thing or whatever, or?
0: Yeah, basically, that's, like, I, what do I what I've seen, because I felt like to be responsible, I should look this up and see what the controversy is. And it seems to be unfocused, kind of ranging on a spectrum from RuPaul said insensitive things about, like, trans competitors in the show, all the way over to, like, drag his back blackface and anyone who's associated with this is horrible. Um, right, yeah. And I'm, like, basically, like, I can see people's point about what RuPaul said in that interview. It seems to me more like a thoughtless comment. Like, it doesn't seem humanity-defining, or, or denying, rather. It seems like... See- you know, yeah. it's thoughtless to make the comparison of like hormone therapy to performance enhancing drugs. Like that doesn't really <laughs> respect the context so, of someone's life. But yeah. it's at the same time, it's an aesthetic judgment, not a judgment of anyone's lifestyle or humanity. So I'm willing to like forgive it in my, in the sense that feeling is I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, My feeling is like as as problematic as like RuPaul went may be slightly problematic. The drag itself may be slightly problematic. But I think the reason that people have an issue with it is that rupaul and drag are more prominent in our culture than any other like just normal trans people Mm. like and i think that the issue that comes out is like rupaul's just a person and not like trans and not like you know anything like that and so it's it's just this issue that i think some trans people have that like most cis people think about RuPaul and drag and drag race more than they think about real trans people. And so we have to always exist in the shadow of that. Like, and if anytime it's problematic, it just, or anytime that RuPaul says anything, it just carries this huge weight because RuPaul has a bigger platform than any single trans person. And is not qualified to speak about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I think it would be like, it would be totally fine if there was also like 10 other TV shows that are about like actual trans people and like portray them in a positive light. Then who gives a fuck about what RuPaul says and who gives a fuck about drag? You know what I mean? Yeah. But because that doesn't exist, it's all that we have. And so, and, and, and it's, and even if it's not actually reflective of us as people,
0: it like ends up being because it's what the other people think of. So, yeah, that, is, you know, I because I did I see I saw people make that objection. And I'll be honest, yeah. like when I saw that, I felt like did people really have this much difficulty? Of course, you know, in my ignorance, like never having to deal with this. And then I it so happened that almost immediately after that, I was playing this like one shot of top secret or whatever, like the spy role-playing game. And yeah. I created a character whose thing is he's sort of like Uh, A drag queen who was sort of like a male bond girl, like he was hooking up with this spy and then the spy got whacked. And so now he's like drawn into spy intrigue. And Uh immediately upon playing that character, I was like, oh, yeah, nobody at this table has any concept of how being trans would be different from being a drag queen. This is a real problem.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the conflation of those two is is just because like, yeah, like drag is more prominent in our culture as a thing. So yeah. Yeah. So like, I think I think that that's that's just the only issue. Like, I don't have any problem with drag race. I just wish it wasn't. I wish there was more there were more queer things apart from that that were more popular
0: than it. So yeah, that that makes all the sense in the world. And I, I, I yeah. I'm sympathetic to that. At the same time, like I, so, some of the more aggressive anti drag stances strike me as I I don't want to see people create a problem with people with other people who are trying to express their thing and I I see where like especially historically drag is important to people so it's like I guess my biggest thing is attacking individuals like in the media context I think that is extremely valid and in fact creates a responsibility for drag race like probably like peppermint is maybe like one of the prominent trans people that like a a TV audience, a mainstream TV audience would be aware of. So given that the show has a responsibility to try to educate, I think which it has yeah, not really I done. And I think,
1: and RuPaul is very uninterested in that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, uh, you can- un- RuPaul just wants to tell dumb jokes, <laughs> you know? And like,
0: so- Yeah, and, I mean, and you can understand in a certain sense, the reticence. I don't know where it comes from because I don't know him. But if, if, yeah. if people are complaining about your show and really like in your, like they're on your block complaining about your show because they're saying from the left, you know, from the progressive people who are going to be okay yeah. with drag, they're saying your show is problematic. It maybe feels easier not to talk about it especially if people are saying there's a problem with confusion, but I don't think that's an excuse. I think that they should be getting into it. You know, I mean, there are lots of trans drag queens who could be on the show explaining their life in the same way that many of the queens explain other aspects of their experience. Um, yeah. So that would be that would be positive. Um, but I also think that people are maybe too quick to jump on with like, particularly like all drag queens are doing something that is basically blackface or like... Yeah, that seems like a little much to me for what for many people is does not really have any connection to I, trans yeah, identity. I
1: think it's some I think in some ways that becomes a form of gatekeeping where it's like, I think that people can be free to experiment with their gender and be fluid with their gender without having to adopt a certain label like because otherwise, because what if you're like a little bit trans? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What if you're like, you're a little bit gender fluid, and you like to play in this space? Is it like, you have to be on hormones or you can't wear a dress. Like, what are
0: we, what are we doing? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? That, like, I don't know. That's a great like, point. Yeah, I, Because I I was reading this article, you know, there was like this whole refutation of this thing that came out in the Atlantic. And yeah. so I, I read about that and I, I was very interested to see because I, I had like a very clear, like two different boxes for like, okay, there's, you know, cross-dressing or like transvestitism is like a fetish versus being trans. And I was interested to see that people who, are somewhere in their process, like on their journey, so to speak, if you can bear the cliche, um, are doing things like that as like some form of outlet, some form of experimentation. And it would be a shame if that kind of experimentation or that kind of ambiguity, because ambiguity I think is also valid, um, were shut down by people who had a, especially if it were by people who are more concerned with rhetoric than with ideology like having too too firm an ideology is bad enough when it's like excluding other people but what bugs me the most and this is like by no means exclusive to like the left or trans people or anything but like is people who just want the narrative publicly to be clear and therefore want Mm -hmm. to deny people their opportunity to be themselves because you don't fit the narrative yeah that's really frustrating to me um right especially for people who are uh experimental in any way like i don't know i yeah. And it, in some ways, I feel like
1: even though like RuPaul isn't the perfect representation of the trans community could ask for, obviously, it still is opening the doors in some ways for um, trans people to be more accepted in society in a weird backwards, not great way, but it's still doing good work. It, it's still better than nothing. You know what I mean? Like mm. for for the position of trans people in society, you know, like I, I, I feel like um, because it's the sort of thing like Okay, first off, you know they don't cast whatever black people in movies, and then they only cast them in these really stereotypical roles, and then they only ca- and then like you know what I mean like yeah. and you kind of like do little, do little steps and like this is a step. It's better than nothing, and it's problematic, but like it's I don't know, but but it's but we don't want to like say okay we have no more RuPaul. Are you happy? It's like if it, if we just go back to like just a bunch of like you know straight people insist cis people on TV and that's it, then we are not making progress. Like, yeah, that's, a, so. that's an
0: interesting point. There's a distinction between yeah. like black movies shouldn't be crime movies and crime movies shouldn't be black movies. Like one yeah. of those things is helpful and one of those things is not. And maybe this right, is that right, sort right. of a situation.